Bingo, bango. What's up? Yeah, I'm bringing that back. Yes. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome back to House of Hail. I'm Charlie Prue, and this is episode seven. Uh, check out the Facebook page, House of Hail. Like, share, and love the page. Um... Also, thank you for listening to House of Hail on Apple, Spotify, Google. I can't name them all. We're not on all of them, but we're on most of them. <laughs> so enjoy. Thank you. And remember to rate and or review, if you like, on whatever platform you listen on. That's awesome. Um, I really do thank each of you for your listens. I look at it, and I appreciate them all. Thank you. Um, hey, if you saw on House of Hale Facebook page, I posted pics of the new swag and I had a few people reach out and message me and I promptly mailed them out their swag bags. Thanks guys. I hope you enjoy them. If you put the stickers on your vehicle, post a pic of the sticker on it. I'd love to see it. And oh yeah. Also, Instagram at House of Hail. Hit me up on there, too. <laughs> my Facebook games um, seems to be pretty Trump tight, but my Instagram Instagram game lacks. I'll step it up, though. Just wait. It's coming. <laughs> but, uh, look, speaking of Facebook, I'm going to put up a poll on House of Hail where you I want you guys to vote on whether or not you think a spring season will actually happen or a winter season. Winter slash spring. Do you think a season will happen before the 2021 season? Um, My personal view is I do not think we will see that happen unless someone can tell me COVID will be over by then. Um, which I have not heard. And and guys, I went over the reasons and kind of my views about it last week. And no one wants a repeat episode. So just <laughs> if, if you want to hear them again, you can check out that episode. That'd be awesome. Give me another listen on that episode. That'd be great. <laughs> but, um, but, oh my gosh, everyone's so pissed at Warren, right? The Big Ten Commission. And... Do you guys think he'll last in his job? You think he'll last through this? Like he'll come out smelling like roses when this is over? I doubt it. Uh, He's already on record saying he admits he could have done a better job communicating with athletic directors and coaches. Duh! That's the understatement of the year. And by the way, All I heard at first was this magical vote to cancel the season, right, was 12 to 2. Now I'm hearing it might have been 8 to 6 to cancel. That's a huge difference. And yeah, still majority, you know, wins that. But that's worth having a conversation about. Because if one other person votes maybe, then you got to tie. You got to talk about that. That's close. Um... You know, one other thing about uh, Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, um, since he feels so strongly about not playing football, how about you 
telling your kid at Mississippi State to not play. I mean, he said that, you know, his kid's a, a grown man. He can choose to make his own decisions. That's fine. That's great. And that's, I totally agree with that. That's how he should be treated. Um, however, you took away that choice from the Big Ten players. You didn't even give them a chance to be a man as you're giving your, you're letting your son take credit for. Um, you didn't give these kids that opportunity, these men that opportunity. You took that from them. You basically were like, daddy says it's too dangerous and I'm going to make the decision. You didn't even do that to your own kid. I mean, it's only fair. <laughs> Tell him don't play. <laughs> I mean, I don't wish him any harm. That's great. I, th I hope his kid goes on to have a great career. He's a tight end, I believe, at Mississippi State. Um, good for him. So, I mean, but out of that whole scenario and that statement, it's almost like, so are we to believe that Kevin Warren loves the players of the Big Ten more than he loves his own son? Come on. I mean, does he, he, so he respects his son more than he respects a league of players that he has their career in his hands, so to speak. I mean, decisions he makes, you know. Um, and hey, come on, it, it, let's spread it out as far as the the school presidents go. Uh, I'm not sure about the rest of the Big Ten presidents. I mean, I'm admittedly not up on Big Ten presidents. But as far as Michigan's president goes, Mark Schlissel, um, I think his days were numbered before this COVID happened, you know, with the whole Dr. Anderson thing. I mean, supposedly he sat on info for over eight months until the guy got pissed off enough from no action. He took it to the Detroit Free Press and it was published and then he reacted to it. I don't, I don't see him passing that for long. I don't see him in his job title for long. So even f for him, um, there's got to be backlash against these school presidents in the future, probably. I mean, we'll see. They... It sounds like none of the school presidents had anything to do with talking to the coaches or, in some cases, even the athletic directors. That's ridiculous. How could you make a decision for your football team, specifically for your football team, not fall sports in general, specifically the football team? How could you make that decision without consulting your athletic director or your head coach or any of your coaches? Or maybe even going down and talking to the players. I think the, these players have only seen Schlissel a handful of times in their careers. Um, like, like a fifth year probably saw him like twice. That's ridiculous. They should know who that guy is. He should take an interest in that team. And he doesn't sound like he, he does, really. I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. Maybe he's a great guy for the job. He's just... Proud, doesn't sound like a very personable guy, but I mean, Harbaugh is not either, really, according to all reports, but you know, whatever. Um, 
it's it, it's kind of funny to me that you know we you have some of the best universities in the world in the Big Ten and, and in in college in the in the country you have some of the best universities in the world and it seems all the logic flies out the window at times I mean a spring season this is why I'm skeptical skeptical of a spring season um the first thing is there's nothing concrete and the Big Ten is way too indecisive and I mean my view is also it will ruin the 2021 season it's just not going to be a true season it's you're going to have two seasons with asterisks. That's ridiculous. And B, now there's a talk of a indecisive winter season. And these games, they're saying, would be played in domes like, you know, uh, NFL stadiums like that are domed. Um, I really don't think that option has a chance. They can't even coordinate a season. There's no way they can coordinate a season that fast. It took the Big Ten way too long to cancel the season in the first place. They put out a freaking schedule and a week later canceled it. When no, no new information was presented in that week, nothing new came out. But they just, I mean, they didn't need to release that schedule. They could have canceled it way before that. They knew this crap was going on in February they had all that time to get their act together. I mean, the NBA did it. Major League Baseball is plugging along. I mean, they're not a great example. But <laughs> they're, they're a little bit of an example. <laughs> but um, there's no way they can coordinate a season that fast, in my opinion. Um you know, it, hey, just one more thing on the big vote. I forgot one more possible way the vote was rumored to have gone. So we went from 12-2 to 8-6, or is that what it was? 8-7? No, 8-6. Um, to this way, uh, how about a non-existent vote? Yeah, Penn State's AD said she wasn't even sure there was a vote. I mean, that's a slam against... Penn State's president for not being, she didn't communicate. She didn't get talked to at all about this. How can that happen? The Big Ten really showed their ass in all this, and hopefully they're completely embarrassed. Whatever the decision, you know, to play or not play, it could have been handled way, way smoother. I mean, look, guys. Seriously, there's an elementary school about a mile up the street from me. Maybe the Big Ten should have gave them a whack at it. Could it have been worse? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just don't understand why the NCAA as a whole doesn't use my bubble concept. Did anybody forward them episode six? They need it. They're struggling. But... Now you have all these kids opting out. And can you blame them? I I really can't. I mean, they don't even know if they'll technically be a 2021 season. That's rough. You know, 
hopefully they can come up with a plan. That's what I'm saying. Just if you're not going to play now, get your act together for a full season next year. Allow practices through the winter. I mean, these kids, they were left in limbo with a dangling carrot in front of them. It, it was absolutely disrespectful to them and their parents, I have to say, and their parents. Um, the coaches did what they could, but the coaches didn't know anything. Just how they treated these student athletes, just so disrespectful. And so now, now they move on and they do what they've got to do. And good luck to all the players. Seriously, to all the players that are opting out and joining the draft. I hope they all tear it up. Especially Christian Turner, Jalen Mayfield, and Ambry Thomas. Go Blue! (laughs) Oh, and real quick. Um, as far as Jalen Mayfield goes, I think it will be, I know it's like a two-way fight and they're throwing Andrew Stuber in there to see who will replace Mayfield. I think it will be Andrew Stuber. Simple fact, he's huge, guys. He's, he's listed at 6'7", 334. He's the biggest one out there. That's what he's listed at. He's probably more. (laughs) He's, I I think it could have been him last year, in and out, you know, and it was. He was great. I think he's going to do great in that position. So, um, so anyway, as far as let's get back to the seniors. So, we focus on a few seniors that really have a tough decision to make, um, because the NCAA said it's offering a blanket scholarship waiver for all players in fall sports. So basically a fifth-year senior could play in the winter or spring, whenever it happens, if it happens, and they could also come back and play the 2021 season. So it would be like a six-year graduate. I don't know. six. Instead of a fifth-year senior, it would be a six-year senior. So, I mean, I guess so far... I mean, if you're on the bubble or something of going to the NFL or, you know, where you would be drafted at, or you're coming back from injury, something like that, that decision would be a tough one. Um, But Michigan has a few players that they could actually benefit from this extra year, um, granted from the NCAA. The first player I would think would be Carlo Kemp. He was eighth in tackles on the team last year. Awesome. He could really improve his draft stock, though, with an extra season. He's already a pretty solid guy. Um, so another season or two, watch out. I mean, he's going he's gonna to be elite. Um, the, the second player that I have down here is Nick Eubanks. Now, he didn't every he didn't super impress me all the time. You know, he he was hot and cold to me a lot. I never really was a his a great fan. I mean, I'm his fan cuz I love all the players. But <laughs> you know what I mean. But he almost entered the draft last year, which I th- 
can't believe he almost did that, but he decided to come back for his senior season, and maybe he wishes he would have gone, but obviously not because he can opt out and he's not. So, uh, nonetheless, Eubanks, he he just wouldn't have been a, dra- a top draft pick. So, with an extra season, and especially if we play winter or spring ball, whatever, um, and then do that – 2021 season I mean with Sean McKeon gone he's our number one tight end he could really improve himself uh I just found him to be a little undependable um I know he came up with some huge grabs I I do know that but he dropped a ton too like more easy grabs I feel so there's a lot of room for improvement there and I think he I do think he has the ability. He's huge. He's a huge target. He's he could be great. He's he's good now. He could be great. But nothing consistent that I've seen. But it, maybe he'll shift gears next season, raise a stock and that's what we're hoping for and but, you know, out of the three that I'm going to talk about, probably the biggest beneficiary of this rule would be Chris Evans. He was already suspended for 2019 because his grades sucked. But <laughs> he got his shit together, and I give him so much credit because he could have just gave up and stayed at, like, a junior college and finished his degree and played football there, and he didn't. He came back to Michigan and worked his way back on the team. So basically Chris Evans just needs to showcase Chris Evans. He's really in a great spot because if he plays in the winter or spring and is still shaking off rust, then maybe he comes back for 2021 to really show what he can do. But, you know, with him already struggling with, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm not disrespecting him. But with him really already struggling with academics, and that's probably not a strong suit. It wasn't mine. <laughs> but um, I see him not opting to stay for 2021. I think he's really counting on this shortened season so he can enter the draft because they're moving the draft probably to accommodate if we have a spring or winter season. Um he needs he wants to make the big bucks. He's opting out of school, in my opinion. You heard it on House of Hale. Boom. And rumor mill, rumor mill. I have rumor mill. Yes. Okay. Don't believe this hype. Uh there is no secret four or five team schedule being set up by Ohio. I've had to discredit this rumor a couple different times. I had to put, um, post my sources to prove that I wasn't just making up stories. But there is no secret schedule going on um, by Ohio. Their AD already said that's not true. Um, if you haven't heard, it was reported somewhere that Ohio was trying to orchestrate a four- or five-team schedule from the Big Ten. It would be uh, Michigan, Ohio, Penn State, Wisconsin. I 
I believe Iowa was in there also. If if they were in there, that would be five. If not, it would be four. But I believe it was five. Um, I think it was Iowa was the fifth one. But it doesn't matter. It's not true. Um, and, yeah, this. Um, so, question. If the SEC, ACC, and Big 12 go on with their season, I believe it's already been um, – announced there will be no playoff games so let's say these three conferences finish the season are they gonna have to wait for the big 10 and pac 12 to finish their hopefully winter slash spring seasons and then have the rose bowl and then have the playoffs (laughs) i swear I feel like this secret vote is so ludicrous. It's like Adam Sandler. (laughs) Just tell me how you voted. Everything will be okay. It's, they, they have no transparency in the big 10. Let's rename it. How about NTB1G? Boom. Real quick. Not no transparency, big 10. Oh, guys, I cannot do any more recruiting talk right now. I did. I hit you guys with so much recruiting talk, and really it's interesting to a point. You can't hang your hat on verbal commits. (laughs) And we already know who the main commits are. I've talked about them at great length. So we're not going to talk about that. I have a funny story to tell you guys. We'll finish everything up with this. Um, <laughs> okay, so I took Friday, this last Friday, off of work. And I took my son to Ann Arbor, which we'll go to campus every once in a while. We love it down there. So we went to campus. My wife couldn't go. She had to work. Thank God, because somebody needs to work around here. <laughs> and um, so we just went to campus for the day. And I got to say, it was still pretty busy, actually. But they close off certain streets all day and have, like, outdoor seating for a lot of people for certain restaurants and whatnot. And they close other roads off, like, after 2 o'clock, they just, somebody goes out there, they put barricades up, and boom, the road's closed. It's crazy. But (laughs) there's tons of social distancing going on, and you can definitely tell though that um store owners and or workers i should say they're really on edge with all the safety protocols i mean we went into a store there was an ann arbor police officer in there talking to a worker in there and i overheard him saying how he just hopes everybody just adheres to the protocols downtown and on campus because he really doesn't want to have to enforce something like that with the mask mandate and everything like every it's required everywhere down there in most places and he just really doesn't want to have to talk to anybody about that and I I had to say I I really felt bad for them both because neither one of them want to tell somebody hey you got to pull your mask up over your nose otherwise it's not working and they shouldn't have to tell people that but they do but so Listen, but anyway, I'm getting off subject. So we had lunch. We walked around town for a bit. 
and uh, we finished the trip by going into the M-Den right on campus. And the M-Den's like the official Michigan gear store. So we go in there, and, and whenever we go there, we'll be in there for a minimum of an hour, it seems. Him and I, we're so bad. We look at everything, and they have everything in there. So we're walking around. He sees a baseball jersey he likes and a T-shirt he likes. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. So we go up to the counter, and before we check out, I asked the the woman behind the counter if they had any giant uh, 36-inch Bo Schimbeckler bobbleheads. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen these? They're awesome. So um she she checked and she said no they just have uh the display so long story short they're boxing up this giant Bo Schimbeckler bobblehead for me and she says okay just pull up past the store and we'll carry it out to you then she circles a phone number on the receipt and says call the number when you get there when you're parked on the side of the road and tell us where you're at and I say okay no problem so I said we'll call you when we get there and guys it really sucks maneuvering around campus in a vehicle it's horrible like there's one-way streets everywhere pedestrians everywhere it's way easier to walk around downtown and campus than drive it's nerve-wracking and my son's wanting me to listen to these rap songs that I've never heard of these people before. <laughs> and he's like, do you like this one? Do you like this one? And I'm like, dude, I can't really pay attention to that right now. <laughs> I'm trying to navigate through busy downtown traffic and campus people walking around. But So we get there. So I tell my son, I said, call a store in Utah tell them we're where we are and we're here and we're ready and all that so guys this is yet more proof he is just like his old man <laughs> he had me crying so he calls him up and he says exactly this hi i'm calling to see if bo Schimbeckler's ready to be picked up I started cracking up, and the guy on the phone started cracking up, and he goes, oh, yeah, 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 you guys were just, <laughs> he goes, yeah, we're just up the street in front of Buffalo Wild Wings, and he goes, okay, I'll be right out. I was, guys, I was rolling, <laughs> I was cracking up, so I'm looking for this guy in my mirror. I see him walking down the street with the box, and I get out and uh, helped him load it in, and he walked up laughing. We were both still cracking up about it. And uh, he goes, I hope he, it, when I took the box from him, he goes, all right, you make sure Bo has a good ride home. And we were, we were all three cracking up about it. It was so funny. But, oh, my God, that kid just floors me <laughs> on the daily. I love him so much. He's so funny. <laughs> but, um, oh, you know what else is funny? Speaking of being downtown and all, um, <laughs> happened to notice a couple of uh, House of Hail stickers <laughs> on the light poles through town. Who did that? 
Was it one of you guys? Who did that? That's crazy that they're down there already. <laughs> well, thank you to whoever did that. And by the way, they look great on the light poles with all the concert stickers that were torn off. Um, <laughs> they did. They looked awesome, too. I was like, wow. But, um, hey, if, and if you guys want stickers and magnets, go to Facebook, House of Hale. Check them out. Uh, message me your address and any specific sticker or color you want. Otherwise, it's dealer's choice. Um, oh, you know what? One other thing before we go, you guys can help me out with. I'm not a wine drinker, but uh, Charles Woodson has his own wine out. So being bored one day, I checked it out to see if it was sold around me. And it was only sold at Myers. Now, like I said, I don't drink wine. And no disrespect to Myers, but is... Is that where all the hot wine is sold? Let me know. <laughs> if that's where all the hot wine is sold, that's cool. I just didn't know. But, um, yeah, feel free to school me on what I might like as far as flavors. Like, do they have, like, a sweet type of wine? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But drop a comment on Facebook. Fill me in. Um, let's see if I got through everything in my notes here, guys. Yeah. Yes, that's it. That's going to do it, guys. That's dang, that's episode seven of House of Hail. That's cool. This was a pretty fun one. Um, probably, probably that story saved it at the end, I'm sure. Thanks to my son for that. But <laughs> guys, remember to uh, like the Facebook page and Instagram, uh, both House of Hail. And also, like, subscribe, review House of Hail on whatever platform you listen on. And uh, get that swag, guys. I'll send those bags out. A couple people got them. That's cool, man. I'm so happy to send them out to you guys. Hope you enjoy them. Um, that's it. Everyone have a great week. And, guys, it can only get better from here, right? That's all we can think. It can only get better from here. <laughs> So stay safe and take care of your families. Take care of each other. Thanks for listening to House of Hail, where those who stay will be champions. Go Blue.